0: Welcome to the Akashic Reading Podcast, presented by AkashicReading.com, the place where you can learn to access your soul's wisdom, or at least stop digging the hole any deeper. I'm your host, Terry Uctana, and today I'll be talking about Akashic Records, or what I call Soul Books. Every human being is a complex and unique individual, full of experience, education, nurturing and neglect... Thoughts and ideas, creativity and passion, let alone the capacity for living a full integrated life in a universe that is astoundingly diverse and infinitely variable. When I start working with someone, I listen to their plans and their needs, their issues and their angst, and then I put it all aside to be looked at later, and ask them to start at the beginning. Know thyself is the first step towards living a full life in this complexity we call a universe. And it's not easy. I get that. That's what I'm here for. In the Akashics, there's a record of each of us. A literal record of all we have been, have done, have thought, all of it. From the beginning, when our souls were created, through our formative time through all of our embodied lifetimes, including this one, and everything in between. I call it a soul book because that's how it appears to the majority of us when we go to the Akashic Library to access it. What's amazing about it is that, just as each human is unique, so too is each soul book. It's a record of that soul, imbued with all that soul is, and in essence is an extension of that soul itself. Therefore, reading from somebody's soul book gives the most amazing insights into that person. Just looking at the book itself can tell me so much. The size, age, and binding tell me a great deal. Then there can be designs or symbols and general condition as well. Opening the book leads to amazing discoveries and adventures that can help a person understand the why of mysterious behavior, trends, and events in their lives, an understanding of why they're here and what they plan to do or be. There's no way that I know of to see others or the world clearly until you can see yourself with some form of clarity. I don't think the goal is to be completely clear in all aspects. If that were the case, We would be here without bodies and just observe everything. We're here to participate in life, and that requires bodies, therefore some level of separation from others. I actually think that this separation is somewhat of a gift because it makes the coming together so much more beautiful, intentional, and meaningful rather than just a condition that we all exist in. Therefore, we will always have our own unique perspective and lives lived within ourselves. But if we don't actually know who we are, then we're subject to the whims of fate everywhere we turn. We will simply react and react and react instead of choosing our lives. Beauty will be a random circumstance, and joy will be a function of luck. I prefer to create beauty where I can, enjoy it where I find it, and make joy for myself and others as much as possible. Your soul book is a record, an interactive record, but a record of everything you have been and are currently, including the part of your soul that is not currently experiencing an embodied life. It contains all of your experiences, choices, lessons, challenges, wisdom, and follies. It has notes on your current life as well as everything else. And it's keyed to it all. It doesn't necessarily work to give information on your current life or any other. In fact, it's not geared up to give you any information any more than any other book is. And its structure is not like a novel or a biography. It's not structured to be read from cover to cover. It's structured more like a computer, to be accessed through the use of requests or questions. It will provide information based on those. So active participation in the process is necessary to get the most out of the experience. Be active, be inquisitive, be a participant in the process, and you will gain remarkable insights into your life, your soul, and your path. People mistakenly think that the Akashics or their soul book, they often think of these as interchangeable, is some kind of oracle. Like the mechanical gypsy at the carnival you put in your token and get your fortune. Or like Tarot, where you can just listen to what the cards tell you and your future will be mapped out for the next few days or weeks or years. Well, unfortunately, it ain't so. Here's a peek behind the curtain. It's all class participation, and your reading as well as your life are about the choices you make and the actions you take. Just in case you were wondering the mechanical gypsy more than likely just spits out the next fortune in the queue that's been preloaded, but it wouldn't do it unless you put in the token. So taking action caused that effect. Tarot works not because there's some magic in the cards, but because you put your life and your current situation into them when you shuffle them. While tarot readers can glean a lot from your expressions, body language, and answers to questions they pose, The real answers and the details are in the cards that you've chosen, and any reader that is ethical and honest will read them so that you get the full value of the information presented. Your soul book in the Akashics is somewhat like a dictionary and somewhat like an interactive Wikipedia entry. Both have a lot to say, but neither is very helpful if you aren't looking. Your soul book is just that, a book. It's an interactive record of who you are, It has a lot of information in it about you, and probably the wisdom of the ages, but until you actively seek that information, it just sits there recording things. I've had clients tell me that they just want to know what it wants to tell them. But it wants to tell them everything all at once, and doesn't care to tell them anything in any particular order. It's a dance partner with no music to dance to, and no one to dance with, unless you come with an open and inquisitive mind. And I think what is key is that those who have no questions are not truly seeking. Those with no questions usually have expectations or are looking for spectacle. They want to know something amazing that doesn't impact their current life, but is fun to talk about at parties. And many times, there is that in your soul book. I have yet to meet a client who was totally vanilla, boring, and had no surprises or uniqueness in their souls just doesn't happen. But your soul isn't a movie you keep in your Netflix queue. Your soul is amazing. And learning about it is quite frequently a game-changer. Just knowing who you are can help you lead the life you've always wanted. And that's not something you get by going back to normal town. So don't look for your soul book to tell you what it wants you to know. Seek it out as the adventure of a lifetime your lifetime, and choose where the reading starts. Language is a funny thing, and English is a laugh riot. Or, as the saying goes, English doesn't borrow from other languages. English follows other languages down dark alleys, knocks them over, and goes through their pockets for loose grammar. So when I and others talk about the Akashics, Like everyone else who uses language, we pick the words and phrases that best get our point across most quickly and succinctly, which means we use words that pull from our listeners' concepts, words which are familiar to them, and experiences that they've had. But what many times doesn't come across is that a lot of this talk is simile and metaphor. Let me explain. When people say they see in the Akashics, They aren't actually using eyes and getting visual stimulus they have to interpret, such as we do with our physical eyes. There are no eyelids to close that will block out what they are seeing. They have pictures, stills, or movies directly going into their brain, which the brain then interprets into meaning, just as it would with images coming through the eyes. Same with hearing. No pictures, and pretty much no actual voice, but the language and meaning appears in the brain as if we had heard the conversation, and we process it as such. In our physical world, we rely on our senses, and they are a commonality amongst us, so much so that people without them are highly noticeable and considered disabled. So it makes sense that we would use these terms to talk about experiences in the Akashics. But we're not physical in the Akashics. So the terms are really similes and shouldn't be considered a one-to-one comparison. There are many more ways to experience the Akashics than this, and what you're experiencing isn't really sight or sound at all. So too when talking about soul books. It's kind of like the Matrix where Morpheus is talking to Neo, saying, do you believe that's air you're breathing? In here? Information is stored about a soul. As we're most familiar with book formats in this culture, and because that format best suits the information being presented, the information appears as a book. But it's not a book as we normally think a book should be. It's a living symbol that changes and is created with every moment we live and every thought we hold and every action we take. From the binding, to the material used to make the pages, to the writing, to the media presented within it, Everything is symbolic. Your soul book is not a thing, it is you, a part of your soul that remains in the Akashics when you come to be in a body. Everything it shows you is you. So the term book is a loose translation, a metaphor for what it truly is. But it's the best word we have to work with. So too with reading a soul book. It's more about experiencing it and being in conversation with it. It responds to your requests and intent, and the material inside isn't just words. But even before you get there, you have to be able to sync up with it. You have to have the experience, the concentration, and the spiritual, physical, mental muscles to be able to access it. Most people, upon opening their soul books for the first time, if they haven't prepped for it, just see beautiful but blazing light. See what I just did there? Explaining the experience just became like someone sitting in a library opening up their journal and finding a spotlight inside. It's not actually like that at all, but that's the words we have to work with. And speaking of words, those are all the words I have time for today. So, next week, I'll be continuing this introduction to Akashic Records or Soul Books. If you're interested in knowing more, check out my website, akashicreading.com. Thanks! Bye.